0: The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk
2: with Dr. David Anderson. It is Theological Thursday. Put your thinking caps on. You ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go.
0: Live from our nation's capital. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, an expert on race, religion, and relationships. Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888 432 7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge building voice right
2: here in the nation's capital. And such a privilege to be able to hang out with you for the first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital covering all of the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, covering uh, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in on WAVA 105.1 FM. And also, uh, of course, on my Facebook and YouTube live pages, at Andersonspeaks is my handle there, as well as all of my social media. So thanks for those of you who are there as well. Uh, if you're new to the show, then let me tell you how we roll, and if you're not new, you can probably say it with me. Are you ready? We kick the week off with what? Marriage Mondays, then Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays, anything you want to talk to me tomorrow on Friday, is fair game. Saturdays, we have a special show, and Sundays, I I preach three times at Bridgeway Community Church. If you want to learn more about that or enjoy our broadcast services at 8, 10, and 12, just go to bridgeway.cc. Now today is Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk about the theology of speaking in tongues. The theology of speaking in tongues. What does the Bible say about speaking in tongues? Tongues. And uh, what do we get right about it or wrong about it? Maybe you have a question about it. I will open my phone lines for your questions, but I'm also going to do some teaching on it just so you can uh, be brought up to speed and understand at least what my thinking is uh, about the topic. Of course, as I always say to you, I don't have all the answers on all the topics, but we can at least broach them, pull a chair up to the uh, to the table and have a conversation uh, about it. So that's what we're going to do. We don't have to uh, divide over it, but we surely can talk about it and learn together regarding it. Okay, so that's what today's topic is. Uh, if you want to give me a call during the show right here in the studio, my phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. So feel free uh, to give me a call And we can talk about that. Hey, let's bow for a word of prayer and commit our time over to the Lord. And then we can uh, we can chit chat about this topic of speaking in tongues. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity you give us to uh, speak to you and for you to speak to us and for us to speak one to another. And so we just pray in the name of Jesus that you would now uh, guide us and uh, give us your thinking Uh, on these scriptures as well. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can go to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website, uh, embracegracism.com, where you can learn what it means to be a gracist and even get my book, Gracism, The Art of Inclusion. You can go to the Gracism store and get all kinds of good swag, including some really cool uh, kicks. If you're into... Uh, Italian leather uh, sneakers. They're hot, okay? As well as the Gracism t-shirt, which I love, and uh, you can get that at a at a pretty good price, too. So check it out, the Gracism store. Uh, also, so many other uh, materials and opportunities to interact with what Gracism means, including assigning the Gracism creed for racial healing. If you've not taken five minutes to read that. It is a five-minute read uh, for the creed, and you can sign it to say, yep, I'm with you, and this is how I want to help to bring uh, racial healing. You know, there is a way to do it that's godly. There is a way to do it that is honoring to God as we uh, uh, search for, seek for, and strive for, for justice. We can do it in a God-honoring way, can't we? So what do you think about speaking in tongues. If you want to give me a call to talk about it, to talk about your understanding, maybe your confusion about it, maybe your uh, experience with it, uh, good, bad, ugly, I don't know, uh, feel free to do it. Uh, my number is uh, 888-432-7434. So let me uh, do a little bit of uh, teaching uh, on this. Uh, tongues are primarily a gift of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's important to understand uh, because when you understand that tongues are a gift of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12, 10, then that helps you to put it into a context. Uh, It's so important to understand that if something is a gift, it must come from what? A giver, right? And so the, the gift has to have a giver and so the one who's the giver of every good and perfect gift is the father of lights James chapter 1 but in 1 Corinthians 12:10 it actually lists among many of the gifts uh it lists tongues it says uh to another miraculous powers to uh, another prophecy to another to the distinguishing uh of of uh between spirits to another speaking in different kinds Of tongues, and still another, the interpretation of tongues. So we can see from the writer Paul that tongues are a gift from God. Some see this gift as an unknown language through which they uh, can pray uh, to God. Uh, Others see it as a known language that they have not previously studied. But however we want to define that, and we'll get to that Uh, we need to primarily see that it's a gift that comes from the giver, God himself. And uh, others may see it as a spiritual opportunity to speak uh, God's word in a way that they don't understand and therefore need interpretation. Uh, Some believe in both. They believe, yes, it's a gift that's an unknown language, and it's a gift that's a known language but just not known to the speaker. Uh, According to Acts chapter 2, uh, when the outbreak of the first century church took place, uh, the inauguration of God's church took place, they were speaking in uh, tongues that, and uh, hearing the gospel in tongues that they had not uh, previously uh, were able to interpret, but yet the gospel was clear to them, and so that's why uh, we see it as uh, a gift from God, um, now, as a church, mine anyway, the only one that I pastor, we don't uh, view tongues as a second blessing that one receives after they grow to another spiritual level. In other words, I don't believe that speaking in tongues is a second blessing. You get saved, and then if you really get saved, you've got to go now learn how to speak in tongues. And once that happens, you're at the level you're supposed to be at. Uh, that's what some call a second blessing. I would not necessarily agree with that. Well, listen, this is just the introduction. I realize that there's a lot more to talk about. You've got my number now 888 432 7434. As uh, normal at this time, I've got to run to my commercial break. And I also want to remind you that if you need a waterproofing or a roofing company, Best Buy Waterproofing is the way to go. Check them out at bestbuywaterproofing.com or give them a call and tell them you want to get rid of the water damage in your house. 844-980-3707. I'll be right back.
3: Need to get out of your house fast? Are you ready to drive away and move on with your life? Pete and Thomas Hunley own Hometown Home Buyers, an A rated Better Business Bureau family owned business. They can buy your home today, and if you need it, they will even help you move out. Give them a call today at 888 623 3533 or visit them at hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. Call now 888 623 3533. Sell today, move tomorrow.
2: Have you ever driven through neighborhoods and seen beautiful up lights? You know what up lights are? That when they shine the light on the tree, they shine the light on the house, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. Well, guess what? During the winter months, Laser Landscaping are doing lights for your house. And they're not only doing lights on the outside, they're also doing hearth work. So if you're looking for a nice patios and things of that sort when you walk off the back of your patio and you just see how beautiful it can be in the spring while well, they're doing the work during the winter so give them a call directly it's laser with a z laser landscaping dot llc you can find them at 240-516-4967 ask for fidel laser landscaping llc ask for fidel here's the number again and zeroing in his company to give special deals today for Bowie, Maryland. That's right. Bowie, Mitchellville, Greenbelt. That area, they have so many folks that are ready to help you with the lighting and the beautifying of your home. So give them a call. It's Laser Landscaping. Ask for Fidel at 240-516-4967.
1: Call McCullum and Associates today at 301 864 6070. That's 301 864 6070. From one side to the other, under one roof, from the inside of-
3: And call 844 980 3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. Under one roof, from one
1: side to the other. Under one roof, from the inside out. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your old house is our business. Best Buy.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's INSPIRE to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
2: That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hey, listen, as the spring is coming, your lawn can be maintained and serviced by laser landscaping llc their service includes up to 30 weeks from april to november with optional mid-november cuts they'll do the cutting and the trimming the blowing the bi-weekly edging spring cleanup spring aeration mulch installation shrub pruning and trimming lawn fertilization they have the whole outfit if you're anywhere in the Prince George's Air Prince George's County area around Bowie, Greenbelt, Mid- Greenbelt, Mitchellville, Capitol Heights that whole area there uh they are servicing so make sure you check them out Laser Landscaping LLC uh on Facebook or of course you can always give them a call directly they would love to take your phone call 240 516 4967 that's laser with a Z, landscaping, and again, their phone number there is 240-516-4967. Just ask for Fidel, and he'll take care of you, okay? Now, we're talking today about, uh, on this Theological Thursday, speaking in tongues. What does the Bible say about it, and uh, how can you uh, learn more about what this means and what it doesn't mean? Uh, The church has debated over it for years, even divided over it for a period of time. But uh, we don't have to divide over it. We can debate. We can dialogue. And I like to say let's major on the majors and minor on the minors. And uh, for some people, speaking in tongues is a a major issue. And so if your church doesn't do it, that's a problem. If your church does do it, that's a problem for someone else. And uh, so everybody has a sort of a different view on it. I'll give you my take on it. And so far, what have you learned Uh, you've learned, at least from my point of view, that uh, primarily uh, speaking in tongues is a gift. If you have a gift, you have to have a giver. So it's a gift that comes from God. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Heavenly Father of lights, as James 1 says, Romans 12 also says, verse 10, that it is uh, a gift from the Spirit. And then 1 Peter 4.10 says, whatever gift one has been given, they should use it faithfully. So if it is a gift God has given you, then use it like a gift. He's blessed you with it for a purpose, to be a blessing to others, not to divide. Okay? Now, having set that introduction, I'm going to go to the phone lines. If you want to call me, my number is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge. 888 43 bridge. Why don't we start off in Fairfax, Virginia with Alan, who's on the line. Hey Alan, it's Doctor Anderson. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. Just trying to go home on a work day.
2: <laughs> well, we're glad that you are safe and sound and, and ready to listen to some theological conversation. What do you think about that? Amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> hey, so what do, what do you think about today's topic, speaking in tongues?
4: Yeah, so I'm 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 actually calling more for uh some clarification, but I can just tell you what I've what I've heard. Okay. Um I know the the Bible talks about any time that tongues is spoken that it requires uh, interpretation, whether it's from another party um, or from the person speaking it himself. And and the point is always either to edify God or to edify the church Mm -hmm. um, and making it useful to people. Um, The other thing that another um, school of thought that I've, I've heard of is that it's a temporary gift that was only for um i don't know if it was just the apostles or or perhaps the first century church but uh tongues along um with with signs of like healing and, and things of that sort were temporary gifts mm-hmm. that were meant for the purpose of building the church in that first century right um i've heard you know i have uh, i have two people that are that are mentors to me christian mentors um, one of them has spoken tongues in a Bible study and, and, um, you know, I, I would say that he saved, he bears fruit. Uh, my other mentor told me, if you see that thing running the opposite direction,
2: mm, how about that? How about and, that?
4: Yeah. So, so I really, I really don't know what to make of it. I haven't studied that topic deep enough to have a conclusive answer.
2: Got gotcha. you. Well, you know what? Let me um, let me respond to some of that. I'll let you listen on the air because I'm going to read a few passages that might be helpful. Okay, Alan. It's good talking
4: to you, Doctor Hanson. Thank you.
2: Good to hear your voice. Be safe out there. And so you you mentioned that there should be an interpreter. That comes from First Corinthians chapter 14, where Paul is given some rules with regard to worship uh, services. Okay, so it doesn't mean that tongues are limited to worship services. But it does mean when you come together in corporate worship, there should be some order. And what the Apostle Paul is saying in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, I'll pick it up at verse 27. If anyone speaks in a tongue, two or at the most three should speak one at a time. And someone must interpret, interpret. If there is no interpreter... The speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself in God. Now, what we get from that is that you can speak in tongues by yourself between you and God, so that is important to understand so people who do speak in tongues in their prayer closet uh maybe with a small intimate group of people or by themselves, that's allowable. but in group worship when you're dealing with uh um, you know more than a few people. Uh, Two or three, Paul says, would be the limit so that the whole service is not in a language that people don't understand. And then if God does give this gift of speaking uh, in the spirit, then there needs to be someone to interpret what is being said or otherwise it's not edifying to anyone except maybe the speaker. And so that's why while you're in private, it's about you and God. And that's okay if you have that gift. But when you're with a group of people and you're all worshiping God together, if you do start speaking in an unknown tongue, what benefit is that? If I don't speak Chinese and everybody's speaking in Chinese, uh, then uh, I can say praise the Lord and sense the Spirit. I just won't understand And so unless there's an interpreter and I put something in my ear and someone's interpreting what the guy who's speaking Chinese says in the language that I understand, which is English, now I can be edified too. Now I can join in. And worship is supposed to be about inclusion, not exclusion, right? So anyway, there is that part. Now, so, so far as the question or the comment about tongues ceasing, Where that comes from is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where some people believe that that gift, along with the other signed gifts, (sign meaning S-I-G-N, that these gifts were given as a sign, um, which, you know, there's a whole uh, category of conversation there. I don't want to go down the rabbit trail, but what I will say is that in 1 Corinthians 13, you know that chapter, that's the love chapter. Where love is patient, love is kind, all of that, right? Well, when you get to verse um, 11 and 12, when you start reading even the opening, let's just start with the opening. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, And if I have faith that can move mountains and have not love, I am nothing. What is he saying? He's saying, even if you have these great spiritual gifts and of prophecy and of of speaking in tongues, if you don't have love, it is meaningless. It means nothing. Now, when you so what does that tell us? That some might have the gift of tongues of men and of angels. Now, when you get to verse 11, uh, it's Well, let me pick it up. Love never fails. I'll go a little bit up, up to verse 6 and 7. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. And where there is knowledge, it, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when perfection comes, the imperfect disappears. Now, what some will do is use that verse to say tongues have ceased or tongues have been steeled i do not believe that this verse is a good uh support for the fact that ch- tongues ceased after the first century church began because it was in the book of acts and i see acts as a transitional book from the Gospels to the Epistles, that's when the first century church started. And so all these miraculous signs, speaking in tongues, prophecy, and all these other sign gifts were operative at that time. But then once the church was established, they were no longer operative, and it all began to cease or be still. I actually don't interpret this verse that way. Let me tell you why. I'm not saying that tongues have not, uh, I, I can't say that tongues have ceased. I can't say that tongues have been stilled. I can't say categorically that the God of the book of Acts may not do uh, again in the future what he did then. But I also realize that the book of Acts is a transitional book and God can act like he acted in Acts or he can do a new thing because he's God all by himself. So I'm not going to put God in a box, but I want you to notice this verse again. Uh, his whole point is that love will never cease. Love never fails, but these things do. Where there'll be prophecies, they will cease. Meaning, when we get to heaven, you're not going to need prophecies anymore. Because all the prophecies are about the coming of Christ, of the Messiah, the first or the second time. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Well, and again, when we get to heaven, that's true. Where there's knowledge, it will pass away. When we get to heaven... Uh, these gifts won't be necessary, but some would say, no, they're not necessary now. Anyway, that's my view of it. I'm coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: If you're like most Christians, we all want a deeper understanding of God's word, but just aren't sure where to get it. And it's a real struggle to fit graduate school into our already demanding lives. Denver Seminary, D.C. offers a flexible theological education and a supportive learning community. If you're ready to take the next step on your journey with Christ, join us for our virtual open house on Saturday, March 6, 2021. Let's take the journey together. Register today at denverseminary.edu forward slash D.C. That's denverseminary.edu forward slash D.C.
1: Do you feel anxiety and dread scheduling? Me too. But when it's electrical, plumbing, heating, and air, I can schedule with my own company. And I'm relaxed, knowing that I'll get world-class service. But wait, so can you. I'm Chuck Teets, founder of AactionHomeservices.com. Call me today at 703-922-1900. AactionHomeservices.com Problem Solved.
0: WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com.
1: Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. Listen to your
0: favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or
4: automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store.
1: With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike
2: Campbell here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer.
5: My husband and I started a business together and I had no idea where to start when it came to payroll. And a friend of mine recommended Patriot and I have not looked back since. It was extremely user friendly. Um, I was actually able to understand it and run everything extremely well. And anytime I've had a question... They have been so quick to answer and help me. Um, I definitely recommend it to anyone who is looking for a payroll software that is easy to use, user-friendly, and really offers everything that you need when it comes to something that's beneficial for your business.
0: Visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com.
1: Patriots Accounting and payroll. Keep your time and money.
2: talk with dr david anderson so glad you're hanging out with me today don't forget if you need to sell your home or know somebody who does and they don't want to go through the long real estate process of cleaning it all out or or uh, having people walk through your home it'll take three to four months to do that let hometown home buyers uh take care of you they will just pay you uh for your home and they can even help you move out if you want them to regardless of how expensive or not expensive your home is. Now if you want to see them online go to hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. You can call them too and talk to them. They'll tell you everything you'll want to know about this. Maybe you've been thinking about it and never realized that there's somebody that could just buy your home right now eight 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 six two three 3533. Give them a call over there. 888 623 3533 A big hello to cousin Johnny Johnson, Andrew Altman Seniors online. D Bird is there on my Facebook page along with Anita Powell and Judy Yaya. So hello to each of you. I'm so glad that you're tuned on tuned in there online. Thanks for hanging with me. Uh, today. If you want to give me a call in the second half hour of the show, our conversation, if you're just joining us, is about the theological concept of speaking in tongues. Have you ever heard of it? Maybe you have, maybe you've uh, spoken in tongues before, or you go to a church where uh, they don't, or another church where they try to teach it to you. There's a lot of theological, uh, sometimes, uh, what's the right word, various uh, views on the topic. So I kind of wanted to give you what my view was and see if this was something that might be helpful to you. We've learned so far that tongues are a gift. If they're a gift, that means you have to have a giver. And so God is the one who gives the gift of tongues. We also heard uh, that when tongues are used in worship, uh, they should be interpreted by someone or else it is not a uh, uh, edifying to the body. And it doesn't restrict interpretation to someone else besides the tongue speaker so sometimes somebody might speak in tongues and then they may actually say what uh what it means in order to edify uh the body all right uh, my phone number is 888-432-7434 let's go to donald who's in baltimore maryland hey donald welcome to the show today how you doing thank you Duncan. how
6: you doing
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking today?
6: Well, this, this is a great topic, man, because um, I actually at one point had a, a concern and a with this topic because...
2: Now, Dom, Donald, I, Donald, I'm kind of having a hard time hearing you. Are you on a different phone? Are you on a speaker? What's going on?
6: Uh, yeah, I'm actually on a speaker
2: Okay. Come off of that. Otherwise, uh you're talking, but we won't be able to hear you and I'm sure what you have is important. So uh see if you can figure that one out and give me a call back so we don't uh miss this airtime. Let's go to shifra in Annandale, Virginia. Hey Shifra, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? <laughs> Doctor
5: Anderson, how are you doing? I'm so glad you're talking on this topic. <laughs>
2: Good, good. Now, oh my
5: goodness, I'm in agreement with you, but we have an issue at our congregation because some people speak in tongues, others do not. So it's a constant debate back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth.
2: And uh, how has it turned out and how have you fared in the midst of all of this, Miss Shifra?
5: <laughs> well, now that your help is here, I'm going to share this with them so they can
6: listen to. That. Maybe it will give them some inspiration.
2: Well, good. You, all you have to do is copy the link of today's show and send it to whoever you want to. At least we'll open up a conversation, won't it?
5: Yes. Well, are you going to have a part two to follow?
2: Well, we'll we'll see. It's It seems like it's a good topic. I think all these topics, I might need two or three hours just to break it down, but uh, we'll take what yeah. we can get right now, okay?
6: Thank you so much. God bless you. Blessings <laughs> back
2: to you, Miss Shifra. I love your spirit. Well, again, tongues, you're so welcome. Take care. Tongues, again, is an opportunity uh, to talk about the giftedness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord. This is what I mean. If you have the gift of tongues, praise God. That means that you have a special language that you and God have. That's a beautiful thing to celebrate. That is not something uh, to condemn. Where it gets in the area of confusion is when we start trying to make the gift we have everybody else's gift if i have the gift of teaching and you have the gift of administration um then it's important for us to uh celebrate each other's gifts because you are gifted in areas i'm not and i'm gifted in areas you're not but if we come together you see now we have the power uh to to accomplish something together and that's what that's what the uh gifts are given for so in this case uh, if I have the gift of tongues uh, and I am edified in my prayer time with God, that should make me a better Christian, right? It should make, if I'm close to, If I, it, I think one of the best ways to put it is how, um, and I, I want to use this illustration, but I don't want to go too far because I know we're on family radio. So let me just put it like this. When you have a connection and an intimacy with somebody, it's not for the public. There are special things within the realm of that; those special moments that are supposed to be something that blesses you and the other person. And then you go out, and guess what? You feel better. You you should be a better citizen in the community because of what you have experienced in private. Can I put it like that? Are you, are you picking up what I'm laying down? Okay, but um, if you try to popularize that, if you try to put that out uh, for everybody else now you have abused something that uh was supposed to be uh discreet, lovely and beautiful Are you with me and so uh let's just say if if that gift is something that you and the Lord enjoy then you and the Lord should enjoy it uh but let's let's not destroy it uh because everybody wants to uh somehow make sure everyone has that same Experience. People experience the Lord differently, okay? And as people experience the Lord differently, we all have our unique connections with Almighty God, and we should. Uh, what we celebrate is that we all have connections with Him, don't we? And we have corporate connections, and we have personal connections. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back. Don't go anywhere. I know the time flies, but we still have a nice major segment left. So hold on, because we're talking today on Theological Thursday about speaking in tongues on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: Need to get out of your house fast? Are you ready to drive away and move on with your life? Pete and Thomas Hundley own Hometown Home Buyers, an A-plus rated Better Business Bureau family-owned business. They can buy your home today, and if you need it, they will even help you move out. Give them a call today at 888-623-3533, or visit them at hometownhomebuyers.biz. That's hometownhomebuyers.biz. Call now, 888-623-3533.
7: Sell today, move tomorrow. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this.
2: Real talk with Doctor David Anderson. Let's get back to the phone lines. Baltimore, Maryland got Donald on the line. Hey, Donald, welcome back.
6: Uh, can you hear me, Doctor Anderson? So
2: much better. Thank you, sir. What's your comment sure. or question, sir?
6: Yeah, I'm gonna make this quick because I know you're up against the time. But um, I had a situation that happened to me early in my, in my walk several years ago where um, people was telling me, "If you don't speak in tongues, man, that you ain't saved." Right. Now, I, now, I'm asking them, well, you have to show me that in Scripture, you know, because my understanding is that the Holy Spirit gives it to whoever he wants to give it to. Correct. You know, and it, there's other gifts that I have, but speaking in tongues isn't it. Right. I mean, someone said me that the guy was actually doing exercises and classes right. on speaking in tongues, and he was holding my stomach, and it was like almost like he was doing a Lamont class or something.
2: Right, he right. He
6: was like, breathe a certain way, and... And doing all this
8: kind of stuff. And I'm like, what's this got
2: to do with speaking in tongues, man? Right, right. Well, and that's been a thing that has uh, thrown a lot of people off because the church focuses on the the tongues instead of just focusing on on discipleship. And we believe that once you've experienced Christ, once you've invited Christ into your life, uh, then the Holy Spirit now lives in you, okay, period. And the Spirit is the one who gives the gifts, And you see, the the Holy Spirit is the gift that all believers have once they're saved. And no believer can get any more of the Holy Spirit once he's saved. You can't get more of the Holy Spirit, Uh, theologically speaking. Now, this, in fact. If anyone does not have the spirit of God in him, then he's not in Christ. That's that's what Romans eight, eight, verse nine says, Romans eight, nine. So, you know, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, then you don't have Christ in you. But if you have Christ in you, then you have the spirit of God in you. So you can't get more of the Holy Spirit, period. All right. So then what happens is people are like, what do you mean? I can't get more of the Holy Spirit. It says be be filled with the Holy Spirit. What do you mean? Listen, you can't get more of the Holy Spirit. But listen to this. Here it comes. But the Holy Spirit can get more of you. Amen. You see what I'm saying? I get it. So the I Spirit get it. can get more of the believer as the believer is submitted to the movement and the control of the Spirit. And so being filled mm-hmm. with the Spirit means allowing the Holy Spirit to control more of you, and you probably know Donald like I do. That uh, it's not that the spirit is not there. It's like, how much control am I going to give him in this situation?
6: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I, mean, I was, I was telling my daughter this Sunday night because she she went to a service where they was doing this. Right. And um, the 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 problem I have with that, quite frankly, and I'm I'm done, is that if I was a person now coming off the street, and I'm walking through this church. And I'm hearing all these people saying, oh, no, nah, nah, I'm not I'm not knocking it for whoever's gifted in it. So I don't want nobody to misconstrue what I'm saying. But, but it's confusing. I'm walking in off the street,
8: mm-hmm.
6: yeah, that's, that's where I'm going there. Yep, I know. And it sounds like gibberish to me, you know, but nobody's in there interpreting what nobody's saying, so I'm walking right back out the door.
2: There you go. Hey, listen, Donald, thanks for hanging with me. I appreciate you. Um, the Holy Spirit uh, gives us gifts and fruits. Okay, and that's what we need to focus on. Whatever gift God has given you, you can be promised that you have one, Okay, at least one, probably more. So develop the gift God has given you and be faithful to use that gift, as 1 Peter 4.10 says. But the Bible also tells us that God gives fruits of the Holy Spirit. In other words, the more that the Holy Spirit has control in your life, the more fruit is developed. And that fruit primarily is the fruit of love. All right. And out of that love can flow the other fruits, right? But at the end of the day, it's it's love. And and that's how you know somebody is truly a Christian. Because they love God and they love their neighbor. They love God and they love others. They love God and they'll even work on loving their enemies. See, that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's not a fruit of the flesh. The fruit of the flesh is the exact opposite. I'm not going to love those who are mean to me, who hate me. I'm going to return fire for fire, anger for anger, insult for insult. But it takes the Holy Spirit to calm the flesh and to allow the Spirit of God to have that control. Are you with me? All right, let me go to Arthur, who's in Baltimore, Maryland, as well. Hi, Arthur. It's uh, Dr. Anderson. How are you?
8: How you doing today?
2: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
8: Amen. Uh, the Word of God, number one, is 100% clear on this topic of the Holy Spirit, on the topic of, of, of speaking in tongues, as He is clear on every topic, every topic, the Holy not given to every believer that's what the bible tell you the bible says given to some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everybody don't speak in tongues right. just like everybody don't prophesy. just like everybody don't have the gift of healing
2: right or
8: the gift of teaching everybody mm-hmm. can't do that and that's the problem now in the body of christ that's why the devil has so much room in the body of christ because we're so focused on picking with each other, oh, well, you don't do this or you don't do this. Mm-hmm. Half of the time when you walk in churches, and I'm just being honest, half of the time when you walk in churches and you hear people speaking in tongues and all that, but you never see no growth in the church. You know they speaking in tongues that ain't real with God, because when you speak in tongues and they come from God, there's going to be transformation that follows that.
2: Well, there should be.
8: When you look from It should be when it comes from God. And, And one more thing with that, can't nobody teach you how to speak in tongues but the Holy Spirit? Right. No you, man can teach you that. No yeah. man can put his hands on you and get you to speak in tongues. That's nothing that nobody yeah. can do. A human being can't do it. If that was so, the Holy Spirit yeah. wouldn't be necessary. It wouldn't be a that, gift from God. It'd be a gift from yeah. man.
2: Thank you, Arthur. Good word. I appreciate that. The, the idea of being taught something, I think we should get this straight. Um, you can be taught how to be more open to your gifts. You can be taught how to sharpen your gifts. So I wouldn't say that uh, somebody can't be taught uh, how to speak in tongues. What I would say is if God has given you the raw gift of speaking in tongues— then, maybe somebody else who has that gift can give you some teaching around it, same with prophecy. It can be a gift that God has given somebody, but you might still need some training around it. When do you prophesy? How do you prophesy? How do you read prophecy uh, How do you engage uh prophecy you know so i I do think that there is a um, you know some flexibility here on. On teaching it, but what you did say, and I agree with you cannot demand uh that everybody do the same thing because we can't have all the gifts that's the the there's only one gift, and that gift is the Holy Spirit, and then he gives us gifts, and so those gifts need to be developed they need to be deployed and so if there's some teaching around how to develop and to deploy that gift then uh then praise God for it. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, let's go to Haymarket, Virginia, talking to Melissa, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Melissa.
5: Hello, Doctor Anderson. How are
2: you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you, you thinking?
5: You're welcome. Well, I'm thinking I'm loving all this commentary. What beautiful, uh, thoughtful responses you're sharing, and uh, and I've been w- and wondering about how the Lord wants to activate or deploy. My uh, um, nine-year gift he gave me of speaking in tongues at mm-hmm. at a uh, weekend away with our church, True Anglican in Fairfax, mm-hmm. and um, for, for private use, if you will. And I was going through a great deal of pain, and yeah. and our, our pastor asked um, if you'd like to receive the gift of tongues to. Pray about it now, and um, well, some I, I prayed for the gift of healing because I was going through a lot of physical health issues and emotional mm-hmm. challenges, and suddenly I'm speaking in tongues mm. and having an out-of-body experience um, that was quite uh, profound that I know we don't have time to talk about, but um, it proceeded into a very private time of healing for yeah. me. And then I was uh, seeing people all over the world as I was praying in different countries. I was like above the earth.
2: Hang on one and second. M- my- Melissa, unfortunately, I've got this break. Why don't you just hold on and we'll uh, conclude it in just a moment? Think about what you want to say so we can condense it for just about 30 seconds on the other side of the break.
6: I'll be right back. Let's call it the couch cushion dash. This is the moment when you need a tip for the pizza man, a few bucks for your kid's lunch, or you can't say no to the sweet eight-year-old and her thin mints. But you've got no cash and no other options but to tear apart the house, searching for hidden money. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And it's funny how we can usually find a way to scrounge together a few bucks hidden around our house. Shame on you if it's from your kid's piggy banks. For many WAVA listeners, though, there's enough money sitting inside your home to buy a swimming pool full of thin mints. Home values have gone up across the country the last few years, leaving many of us with a good chunk of equity tucked inside our homes that we could cash out to use for life. If you'd like us to help, we. Our United Faith Mortgage.
5: We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out of pocket money. You have to pay before closing.
6: UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne,
0: New York. Animalist number 133, AnimalsConsumerAccess.org. In refinance, What a refinancing charge may be higher for life of loan.
5: Emotional pain and depression may indicate that someone is at risk for suicide. But the signs aren't always easy to see or discuss. Most people who take their lives exhibit one or more warning signs. Often the signs are subtle changes in mood, what they say or how they act. Learn to recognize the warning signs. Suicide is preventable. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at RecognizeTalkAct.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health.
1: The mother of a three-year-old boy told me the other day about taking her son to nursery school for the first time. Another mother was also arriving with her twin girls. As they walked into the center, the director got very excited about the beauty of the little girls. Oh, my, she said, your girls are just gorgeous. Look at that hair. I just can't believe how cute they are. Well, the first mother said that there were about 15 other children standing around the room watching and listening to their teacher. And you can believe they learned something that day about the values of the culture. A bright preschooler is fully capable of thinking, Hmm, no one ever says anything like that to me. What's different about my hair? It must be important to be pretty. Am I pretty? Indeed, research has demonstrated that by three years of age, those who are physically attractive already enjoy greater popularity among their peers. Those youngsters who are not admired by their peers are often troubled by that fact from very early in life. Cruel voices whisper their evil messages in their childish years. The other children don't like you. See, I told you you'd fail. You're different. You're foolish. They hate you. You're worthless. This is the prelude to a stormy adolescence in many cases, and it's produced by a culture that awards great value to some human beings and unabashedly withholds it from others.
0: To find out how you can partner with Family Talk, go to drjamesdobson.org.
2: It's a Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. D. Bird writes, uh, that was an awesome analogy regarding the intimacy. You make tough topics easy as ABC and one, two, three. Well, thank you, D. Bird. I appreciate that. Let me get back to uh, Melissa from Haymarket, Virginia. Melissa, what was your uh, question or comment, please?
6: Okay.
5: My question is I've had some insight and direction from the Lord as how to how He would like me to employ this gift and its. It's I, I've been told I'm a flyer, if you will, by a prime prayer ministry friend and I also sense health issues in people. I'm somewhat empathic, but I've never activated it. I've done it quietly mm-hmm. um for people in my church and a lot of people are uncomfortable with it. So I'm seeking direction as I'm feeling a tapping, it keeps coming up. The Lord is tapping my shoulder yeah. and he's saying it's time and I'm being I'm actually being called in my privacy again um to, to speak aloud, speak tongues in my in my privacy in my home and he I feel like he's he's uh opening this doorway. So how do I as you use the word deploy, how do I begin to find uh direction to deploy this? No one has ever interpreted um so uh, I would you know in my presence.
2: So I would uh say First of all, praise the Lord! You have that gift. That's something special between you and the Lord. What I would do is I would. Very
5: intimate for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What
2: I would do is I would use that as your secret uh, sauce. I would use it Mm. as your your uh, secret weapon. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, You know, privately with the Lord. So, say there's somebody that needs to be healed. When you're in your prayer closet, Mm -hmm. begin to speak to God about that in your special language, okay? Uh, it's mm-hmm, your secret mm-hmm. sauce. It's a it's a special thing between you and God. Use that oh, yeah. uh, privately now, not just because it's you and the Lord, yes, but now use it as I'm get, now going to c- come against the enemy on behalf of this other person's healing. Oh, so, yes,
5: it, it really emerges. A very pow- right. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm sensing the yeah. power of the Lord. coming in the strength
2: so i would yeah i would would deploy it like that i wouldn't uh try to deploy it outside the house i would just deploy it more strategically as a secret Mm -hmm. weapon that nobody can steal from you take from you they wonder they wonder where that superpower coming from and uh, you you,
5: know
2: you know where it it comes from you know where (laughs) it comes from and you uh leave it there okay that that would be my advice to you okay miss melissa
5: all right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bless, God bless you.
2: Blessings to you. Oh. Let me take my final call from Alexandria, Virginia. I have Don on the line. Hey, Don, how are you, friend?
4: Fine. Thank you. Praise the Lord, Dr. Anderson. Praise the Lord. Just want to mention, I uh, was in a great open prayer service, and someone started babbling, and it sounded rehearsed. It was very distracting. It actually took the wind out of our sails. So when it's misused, it sounds like self-edification rather than edifying the body of Christ. And finally, I think the next tough topic, uh, uh, theological thirst could be on baptism in Jesus' name or in and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah, that that's was another one that was
2: interesting. Well, you know what? And the way that connects to this is uh, the baptism of the Spirit, too. And so thank you for that, Don. I appreciate you. Listen, friends, you've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is another Theological Thursday where we're kind of having class, raising up the different different topics, and I thank you when you uh, offer them as well. So uh, 888-432-7434, that is our... Uh, number for tomorrow which is open phone in Friday so what do you want to talk to me about whatever it is it's fair game tomorrow Lord Jesus we thank you that you give us answers you give us encouragement you give us enlightenment and we're just grateful God that you give us a connection with you as well in Jesus' name amen and amen Father,
8: help your children